Good morning, everybody. This is John Beam here on the lower seat with Chris Henson, um, a good friend that uh, is going to share some uh, things about his, his life with us today, talk about himself some, and offer some encouragement uh, to those of us who, who need it, those who are seeking to uh, uh, respond to the Holy Spirit and share the gospel with those that are um, lost, those that God places on our hearts. Um, let's pray real quick. Lord, in Jesus' name, we thank you for this day, God. We thank you for your kindness, your mercy, Lord, your grace. Uh, we thank you, Lord God, that it's all about you. Lord, every single bit of it is about you. We pray, God, that we would Lord, put ourselves, uh, Lord, and put our, our, itiner- our agendas and our itineraries out in second to you, Lord, and be led by your spirit. Thank you, God, for uh, Chris. I pray that you bless him, his family, and uh, all those that he touches for your glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Take it away, Chris. Okay. Uh, as John said, my name's uh, Chris. Uh, I uh, uh, came to the, I gave my life to Christ um, about four years ago. Um, I was not a person that didn't know who Jesus necessarily was, but didn't know the Jesus that I know today. Uh, and I mean that in terms of I came from uh, Mormonism, the Mormon faith. Um, I was raised in it. Uh, my family is still um, being my mother and father, brothers and sisters, aunts, uncles. Uh, they're all still Mormon. Um, so uh, um, I was invited to church uh, four years or so back, and and uh, and the Holy Spirit just really spoke to me. And uh, months later, after being invited to church, I gave my life to Christ, and uh, my life's been forever changed, no doubt. Uh, I've uh, I worked in chemical manufacturing. I was had a really, really good career that was rapidly moving. Um, I put a lot of time and sweat into it. Uh, two years after giving my life to Christ, um, I resigned from that position to start my own business, so I could uh, so I could uh, I could go to uh, I could also attend divinity school. So I have uh, I've been doing that for about almost two years now. Um, I started a business in uh, uh, an investment company and. Uh, it has provided the time to where I can also uh, go to divinity school. So I'm pursuing a degree in biblical studies right now and just letting God kind of lead me uh, and direct me from there. But it has been a total change in my life and not a change that, that I've brought on, but a change that God has brought on. Um, anyway, it's a quick summary, I think. Amen. Let me ask you, Chris. As coming from the Mormon faith, um, you, I know your testimony, so I know it, it, you are not an easy person to, um, or t- you're a tough nut to crack, right? You, um, sure. You didn't. What, what was it about? What was it about coming to church um, the first couple of times that? Um, that you didn't like? What, what was it about you? Did, you didn't like something about it. What was that? 
Uh, when I first walked into the church, uh, you've probably heard me talk about this before. I came from a style of, uh, of church where I wouldn't even say worship actually existed, but the style of, uh, in which we came into church was very, um, uh, I would use it four years ago. I'd use the term reverent, you know, very quiet, uh, the hymn, the hymnal songs were, were done on a piano. You know, it was it was your certainly your uh, stereotypical old fashioned style church where you you sing a couple of hymns and and then uh, uh, you know whoever is is uh, doing uh, giving the talks that day stands up and gives the talk. So all that being said, you know, I walk into Calvary uh, for the first time and I've got this guy up on stage and it was like walking into a rock and roll concert uh, for me. And, uh, I'm, you know, I'm kind of looking at my wife going, what in the world is this? But certainly, um, uh, I think that answers the question you asked. If what tough nut to crack and what changed, I, you know, the only thing I can tell you is, is from the Bible, you know, I, I would give a biblical perspective on that because I've asked myself the same question and I can't answer it. The only thing I can say is that, that God allowed me to see. He opened my heart at that given time and at his given time. And it was, 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 was definitely not me. It wasn't like I searched and studied and, and all of a sudden I found that, you know, the Christian faith as, as proceeded out of, uh, Ron's mouth was was just accurate, and I had to go to it. wasn't that at all. It was that at a given time, the Spirit of God started really speaking to my heart, and it just crushed me like a like a ton of ton of bricks. And one of the things I've 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 told people now that are that are saved is to try to remember what brought them to the cross. Because what brought me to the cross was something that I didn't know I needed, but immensely felt it, it, at that point in time that I needed peace and forgiveness from God. And that brought me to the cross that day that I walked up there. And it's important for me to always reflect on that. Uh, uh, but it was God that gave me the strength to get up. It was God that called me. And so it was nothing that I did on my own. Amen. So in terms of evangelism and encouraging those that listen to this this podcast, um, what would you say, I think you've said it in just in, you know, sharing your own ex- salvation experiences, um, and I'll, I'll share something and then, you know, you can comment on it, but sure. I would say, what would you say when, um, you know, you're sharing the gospel with somebody and, um, you know, for those that feel like they have to lead somebody to Jesus the first moment they meet them, you're obviously not somebody that came to know the Lord within the first 30 seconds of uh, an evangelist or somebody, you know, telling you that Jesus is better than what you believe. And sure. That kind of thing. So you you spent some time. I, I know you're you're um, uh, kind of glossing over cause, you know, for time, but um, I know you spent some time, you know, thinking about it and reflecting on it. And certainly it was the Holy Spirit that did the work in your life and not, not a person. I'm sure, you know, he used people, he used, you know, Pastor Ron probably through some teachings and some things that would stick out to you, but it had to be manifested through his spirit, right? Sure. And that spirit drawing you out of darkness, like you said, um, 
softened your heart and uh, started to open your eyes to what truth is, mm-hmm. um, is, how salva- is how salvation happens, right? Sure. Absolutely. And uh, whether it's, you know, out of Mormonism or it's um, an alcoholic or, or whatever. I mean, it's, it's, the same, it's the same path, right? It's the Holy Spirit that draws you out. And he uses, he uses people, but at the same time, it's all about him. And he doesn't need any, any one particular person to do his work because he, he uses those that respond. Do you agree with that? Absolutely. I would say, uh, you know, is, 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 uh, we're all called. There is no doubt. The Bible is clear. We are all called. And, uh, you know, I've heard people, and I certainly wouldn't debate it. You know, it's not a, a topic, but to the extent that we're called is something that you hear in the American church a lot today, you know, mm-hmm. um, because in the American church, a lot of times here in America, we live in the land of opportunity and we've got so much opportunity out there. So people will say, yeah, I'm called, but I'm not called that much. Right. Well, the Bible doesn't, Amen. the Bible doesn't specify that, but we are right. all called once, once God gives us that peace and that justification through his son being nailed to the cross. It's something that needs to stick in your heart that his son, the monogenes, his only son, was nailed to the cross. It needs to just, just, just lay in that person's heart. And then you ask yourself, well, how much am I really called? Well, I'm called because his son was nailed to the cross. So you're called, you're called an awful lot. The next thing I would say is on, is on that is on, on the sharing. Always remember that, that it is only God's grace that allows you to share. Uh, if, if you're out there and you're thinking, I'm going to go out there and, and convert the world, and certainly that should be in our heart that we want to, but it's not for our own pride. It's, it's, it's God that's going to work through us by his grace and allow us to communicate his, his salvation and, and give us that opportunity to produce fruit that we can bring to him. Um, I, I, I would, I would say that the most important thing in evangelism is developing relationships. And sometimes those relationships are going to be based on who we are as people. You yourself work in construction. Uh, you're going to have relationships built in construction and some of them may not be based on, you know, Christian values or, or anything else, but you're going to have that relationship. And I think it's important for people to see uh, Christ in you. I think that's probably the most important thing because one day they're going to start asking questions. And uh, I see it. Uh, I know that I have friends right now that do not want to hear any religious talk come out of my mouth. And guess what? And guess what? I don't push it. I don't even try but I do let them see the kind of person I am because of Christ, because God's going to call them. I mean, if somebody, if, if you or somebody else tried to come, you know, when I was away from the faith and talked to me about the faith, uh, certainly we could have had a discussion, but somebody trying to push, uh, uh, not so much. I think, I, I think in my life, what's been most productive is, is develop those relationships and friendships and, and uh, that doesn't mean we're in the bars drinking with people, but it does mean that we have friendships and we live in the world 
we have friendships with different people within the world and they should be able to see us standing on that hill as a beacon of light and see Christ in us. Reminds me of that verse that says that your light so shine before men that it glorifies your Father in heaven. And yes. talks about opening your mouth. You know? Yep. I think that's the beautiful part about, you know, being a follower of Jesus is that, you know, like you said, you know, it's 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 the Holy Spirit that, that calls people out of darkness. It's the Holy Spirit that that softens a man's heart, you know. And you being um, heavily into the Mormon faith, um, you know, certainly if I would have met you at that time and, uh, you know, tried to lead you to the Lord immediately, it, it probably would have been into a veil. In fact, I'm sure of it, knowing you now. Um, but I do, I do know and I respect what you say and I agree with what you say uh, about developing relationships with people. Yes. And those relationships, um, I think oftentimes as an evangelist or those that are, are evangelism-minded, and as you said, we're, we're all called. Um, but some of us, you know, some of us uh, struggle, you know, with the call. Some of us struggle with, you know, opening our mouths and just speaking. You know, people, I know people that listen to this podcast some are you know are, are introverts and they have a hard sure. time getting started you know um and, and, I, and i always tell people you know don't don't be afraid or have any fear in what the holy spirit is calling you to because what he calls you to he'll lead you through it he'll he's faithful to finish whatever he starts and if he uh, impresses on somebody uh, or speaks to someone's heart to share with a mormon missionary or to share with um you know, anybody, um, we should respond because the word, you know, it could be a few words. It doesn't have to be, um, you know, some beautiful uh, message we're going to deliver to someone, but those words plant seeds in people's lives. And so true. The Holy Spirit, like what Paul says, you know, he, he plants the Apollos waters and God gets increased, right? So when we're, when we're not concerned about, um, <laughs> who leads that person to the Lord, you're able to see how the Holy Spirit uses people to work all things together, you know? And it just, it, yes. it, it blows my mind. Um, <laughs> a lot of times you'll hear, you'll hear preachers and some people, you know, you got to go out there and you got to, you know, you hear people yelling and screaming, all these kinds of things. Those things aren't necessary. You know, the, those things are, are, yeah, I don't would, have any value. You I know? agree. It's, you have, yeah, you have your reward. Pat, pat yourself on the back and go home. That's not yeah. that's not the love of Jesus. You know, not that's not all. the love that he, he, he manifested on the cross for us. He didn't scream at anybody. Not at he all. He didn't yell at them at all. You know, he and he did. In fact, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. But, I, I, I said I was, in fact. I, he, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard because we're not looking at each other. We we we're missing those facial expressions. I I would say, and I didn't mean to chime in, but. I, you know, I would say in those relationships that we develop, because you brought up a good point, how, how did Jesus's uh, ministry go? Um, he was engaged more often than not, and we will be engaged in our life. Uh, when we become a Christian, it's, it's important for people to know that tribulation, one of the things that has brought me closer and has developed my faith, unfortunately, what I'll tell you, or fortunately, I, uh, you know, when it's going on, it feels unfortunate, though, is tribulation. Uh, the loss of things that I would consider strengths that I have in this world are taken away. And there's not a doubt in my mind that it is God is the one that has taken, taken them away. Uh, 
uh, I have, since I've become a Christian, uh, you know, things have happened. My career uh, came to an end. I mean, I, I didn't really have any other decision uh, but to resign. And, um, you know, it was it was amazing because I'd been in that career for 18 years. I had worked my way up within the company. I was really well paid, did very well. And all of a sudden, two years into it, that's gone. Now, I knew when that was happening, I knew when that was happening that all things, God controls all things. And I knew that there was something going on that God was working in my life that he wanted me to see. And it's important, you know, that, 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 that people of the faith, that Christians of the faith, you know, and especially in terms of evangelism, and I'm, I'm trying to get to my point of how that relates to evangelism, is we are called and we want to go out there and we want to give the right message. We want to talk to the saving grace of Jesus Christ in terms, uh, you know, you, you, you spoke a little bit about some of the, uh, the uh, you know, in the American church, certainly some of what you hear from pastors. You know, there's, there's all kinds of different preaching out there. Uh, right. You know, there's a, there's a prosperity preaching out there. There's, there's, there's different things. I've, I've come from a very deceptive style of preaching that was not Christian at all. But all that preaching claimed to be Christian. And it's, right. it's important for us as evangelists to know that uh, our lives were enemies. When we, become a, when we become a Christian, we're enemies to the world, and we will be attacked by the world. And that's not to cower down, but that's to, that's to be strengthened up. And it's certainly not by doing push-ups, but it's by God's grace that he will strengthen us and empower us to fight a fight that we cannot win. Uh, Amen. You know, the, Christ says uh, the gates of hell will not prevail. Well, the gates of hell are here on earth. That's right. He spoke that here on earth. The gates of hell will not prevail. Well, the gates of hell are the stronghold that exists here on earth. The only thing that's going to have gates is a castle, and, and that castle is being protected by that gate. In the context of which he used that, as a Christian, we need to know that we are standing now because of Christ outside those gates. Amen. Amen. Well, Chris, I really appreciate you coming in and sharing and encouraging. And um, absolutely, I know, and you've you've been such an encouragement to me. Um, in you know these, these last several years, I've known you. I've really enjoyed the time that we're able to to share and and to. Um, have discussions and stuff and it's been really good it's been a, a real encouragement to me and i know you're an encouragement to many and i know god will use this podcast um with you to encourage others i hear from people a lot of times that are struggling with sharing you know sure. at the at the at the lowest level sharing anything and then i hear from others that you know are taking on people that they feel are, are harder to talk to and I, you know like a mormon missionary or someone Sure. So how you define sure. the relationship is is critical. I think it's critical in all in all levels of evangelism, um, whether you're sharing, you know, with somebody on the street corner that you just met, or somebody you've known, you know, for your whole life. Um, I think most importantly, it's to be led by the Spirit, 
and to model that example that Jesus gave us, um, and to love people, you know, to put love at, at the forefront of everything, the love of Jesus, not a worldly love, but a godly love, you know, the love that he gives us for the lost and to pray for, um, your heart to be aligned with his that gives you a desire to share with the lost. Um, I think that's one of the things we miss as believers is not, we don't pray enough. We don't pray enough for opportunity Absolutely. and God's faithful to answer those prayers very quickly. So if, if you pray for them, you know, get ready. There's a verse that he placed on my heart this morning, which is first Timothy three sixteen, And it's the end of the, the end of um, that chapter, but it says without controversy, great is the mystery of godliness. God was manifested in the flesh justified in the spirit, seen by angels, preached among the Gentiles, believed on in the world, and received up in glory. Um, that verse, you know, it speaks a lot to my heart about he spent some time here. He came in quickly. Um, his ministry was not that long on, on the world, and he affected us for eternity, you know? Yes. And just the, selfless, the selflessness of a God that put so hard to explain selfless of a God that put those that he created, um, as a priority to reconcile them to himself, you know, knowing we were going to fail, knowing we were going to mess up, knowing we were going to continue to mess up. He gave us a way to be reconciled to him. And that alone should be enough for all of us to share salvation with the gospel with people. Absolutely. So that, that but to be encouraged, um, regularly, knowing that we have a God that lowered himself down to our level to save us is incredible. It doesn't make any sense so to true. me in my, in my human understanding at all, but it, it's incredible to know that. And it gives us such a hope for eternity and such a hope for, you know, a future in him. Um, I know about, I don't know about you, Chris. Well, I do know about you. I just want to drag as many people into heaven with me. I, I don't care about, um, I like harvest, but I don't, you know, the harvest isn't my focus. My focus is to open my mouth and share something with somebody. And if God uses that and leads that to somebody giving their life to the Lord at any time, praise the Lord. You know, it's all about him anyway. Um, Absolutely. But I, just wanna, I wanna encourage encourage everybody today, you know, it's not, don't take that weight on your shoulders and feel like you have to save anyone. That's not what we're called to do. We're not called to save anybody. We, in fact, we can't save anyone. The only thing we're called to do is to be obedient. And when we remember that if we, when we love the Lord and in obedience, we respond to his spirit when he calls upon us or gives us utterance to share something. Um, that's what it's all about. That's love. That's a relationship with Jesus. So, so true. Um, you, the, I, would, I was going to say, you know, for, for folks that are listening, that are out there witnessing to people one of the things to keep in your heart is, is the Bible is clear that we are all born as children of wrath. Uh, we're born enemies to God and have left in that state. And I don't mean this to say that we have the ability to change it, but we certainly have the ability to be the example, to be the, 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 the person that they see Jesus through, um, that sharing the gospel is, uh, should be as normal for the Christian as in, as as breathing is to the human. Um, given those opportunities, we should be sharing because the second great commandment is to 
love our brothers and sisters. Uh, and that's more than ourselves. So true love should come out of our hearts, knowing that if somebody does not know Jesus Christ, that the unfortunate part is the Bible's clear. They're condemned to hell. And Amen. it is it becomes love and an obligation of who we are to be that example and to when the spirit gives us those opportunities to share that saving faith in Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. I completely agree. Um, I just think it's so awesome whenever you, um, you know, you think about, you, you kind of reflect on, um, you know, where you came from and where God's brought you to today and, you know, why sometimes the question for me is, is the why, you know, why did I experience this? Why did I go through this? Why did I lose this? Um, and it's all part of his plan. You know, he takes away certain things to put us in a position to put us in such a, a season in our life that, you know, we have to cry out to him and we, we cry out to something, you know, if we're not believers, you know, that's what unbelievers do. They cry out and they don't know what's going on and they struggle and they, they, they fill it with things of the world, you know, but as a believer, whenever you cry out to God, it's like, what well, you know, things were going great. What happened? That's you know? exactly and right. And he, um, that, that's a, he shows it to you. That's right. That becomes a common part of our Christian walk is, is he will, he will definitely develop our faith. Uh, Amen. And, and, and something that I've told my kids and I've even told my parents, if you want to know where your salvation is, ask yourself at that given moment, where is your confidence? If your confidence yeah. is in your own strength, in your own self, in your employment, in whatever it is, then that's where your salvation is and good luck. But for Amen. a Christian, we all we also need to ask ourselves all the time, where is our confidence in salvation? My confidence is solely in Jesus Christ, and it needs to be there all the time. We can't get sidetracked. And as a Christian, we will. We'll get sidetracked. All the time. All the time. And it's easily, it's so easy. It's so easily done or undone. And I think it's crazy when you're, you know, you're, you're, at the, you're on top of those those mountaintops and you're feeling good and, and you feel the Lord moving in your life and, you know, the birds are singing and, you know, it's a beautiful day and all this kind of thing. You get one thing that comes out of nowhere that slaps you upside the head and um, just devastates your day, you know, and how quickly we can forget about the Lord, how quickly we can forget to call on his name whenever we're, we're facing something. Um it happens, so it happens to the, the deepest of believers, you know, those who have fallen the Lord for years. Um, so it's encouraging, you know, it's encouraging, I believe, to share our personal experiences, to share um, how, who we were before, how we came to know the Lord, knowing that God is faithful to complete the work that he starts. And he uses people to do that thing. Does he need us? Absolutely not. Um, and ultimately, he doesn't need anybody to lead someone to the Lord. But he does use us when we're willing and I think it's such an encouragement to uh, to be reminded of and to remember that he can use anybody. If he can use a donkey, he can use me. If he can use, um, you know, somebody across the world or somebody from this this country to share, you know, the gospel across the world and lead hundreds of thousands of people to Jesus, or he can use, you know, um, a soccer mom that stays home normally with their kids and family uh, at a convenience store to lead a cashier to Jesus. He can use anybody. 
and each salvation experience is equally as important as any other. That's um, right. It's all about saving the lost, all about sharing, sharing your experience, sharing your testimony, developing those relationships, as you said before, and telling people about his love. You know, he died because he loves us and, and letting people know we are sinners. And those questions get asked, you know, um, all the time. You know, do you think I'm a sinner? Absolutely. I know I, I am. I'm a sinner, you know. Um, so I need true. Him as desperately as anybody else, you know, and it doesn't stop when you give your life to him. You need him. You need him even more. You know, it's about it's about, you know, you um, about him increasing and you decreasing, you know, and how his dominance in your life comes to such a uh, such a, a, a place where your priorities are at. You know, your your faith, your soul faith, like you just said, relies on Jesus Christ. It's all about him. Everything is about him. Every single bit of it is about him. Everything. That is. And when we remember exactly that, right. we remember, we remember that, like you said, to love the Lord your God with all your heart, and love your neighbor as yourself. Those those two are what all the everything hangs off of. Everything. And when we prioritize that, and we don't diminish the value of the, of the, those passages, those scriptures, we know God. It is all about him. Every bit of it is about him. So, Chris, I thank you for spending spending some time on here. We went over. Well, I think people will enjoy it. <laughs> Good. Um, yeah. Um, why don't you go ahead and pray us out, man, and then we'll disconnect. All right. Uh, uh, Heavenly Father, thank you for this opportunity where we've got to sit down and share, uh, you know, a little bit about ourselves and our stories and how we uh, how you called us out of darkness to come. Uh, into the light of your son uh, we we just praise you and glorify you and uh in Jesus Christ who your son came and gave us life brought us out of death spoke to dead bones and brought us to life we thank you so much uh for what we have in you we praise you and glorify you and we hope that we can honor you by speaking and glorifying your son to others in the the work that he did at the cross by conquering both sin and death. We thank you and praise you for this. In his holy name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you, brother. Have a great day. You too, man. Take care.